everybody. I'm Katie Arroyo. And I'm Laura Manasowicz. And this and is, is Pinky Promise, a podcast about growing up. So uh, normally we have comedians come on um, and tell us like wacky, awkward tales, but we have an actual like classy guest this week. <laughs> <laughs> I hope none of our past guests listen. <laughs> Um, no, but we have Candy Washington, and she is a writer, content creator, executive producer. You like sent me your intro of your accomplishments, and I was just like, it's 17 pages long. And I was like, I go, this is amazing. <laughs> like, you just do everything. So, Candy Washington, hello. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Good. I can't wait. Um, so you guys, listeners know by now, uh, we let everybody kind of choose their own topics if they have something that really speaks to them. And uh, this week, Candy actually said she was going to talk about um, the first time she discovered she was pretty. And I sent that message to Laura, like the topic to Laura. And I was like, you know, we got to come up with like what our experiences are around that. And both Laura and I were both like, yeah, still waiting. <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. Okay, it'll happen right now. I just realized it. You're both gorgeous, immaculate, divine female power. Beyonce, come to us. We really just had candy on to like inspire us. That's right. You're like, first one of 2021? Perfect. Affirmation. That's right. I am gorgeous. Meditate on it. (laughs) it's so exciting uh yeah because usually like katie said we have uh, people who are like here's a time where i deeply embarrassed myself and then we all like have a little shamed zoom triangle together and we're like yeah yeah so it'll be really great to talk ourselves up (laughs) to have like a positive positive experience from growing up you know i'm a big fan of like the zooms improve my appearance uh sliding scale (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it'll be nice to bring that to my real life, I think. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay. Candy, how how did it happen? How old yeah. were so, you? Oh, okay, so let's jump in. Yeah. Had to be in, it was in middle school. And well, let me preface this. Growing up, I grew up in upstate New York, um, in Syracuse. It's a city, but it's really not. That's where I'm from. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's so funny. Uh, I'm fr- yeah, I'm from uh, Cicero, so out, like oh, outside so of Syracuse. Funny. Yeah, yeah, that's good outside. Yeah, so I went to H.W. Smith, and then I went to Levy, then I went to Nottingham. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. It's so yeah, so I'm, I'm upstate New York, so you know, it's a yeah. city, but it's really not. It's really small, kind of town. It's more of a town. A town, it's a, yeah. It's a town. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's a town. So I grew up and I grew up in the same bubble of, you know, 10 to 15 friends that we all had. But I was painfully, painfully shy, really, really shy, super, super quiet. Um, I guess I was in like the cool, popular crowd, but not that I had any like understanding of what that was at the time. Like, like you didn't mm-hmm. fully appreciate it. You were just like, yeah, I, I, um... you know, I was just like, we're just hanging out. Man. No big deal. <laughs> let's go do like, a, let's go to like a keg party. Like it's cool. <laughs> But at the same time, we still got like straight A's and we were like dorky and geeky and fun. Like we like played hard, but yeah. we worked hard. Too. So it was kind of yeah. like that group. And so, but I was painfully, painfully shy, 
super, super quiet. At home, I was very like loud and rambunctious and just like doing crazy stuff and like performing for my family and like doing like, crazy things. It was like two different people. Like at home, I was like completely like in my element, self-actualized, just having fun. And then when I get to school, I'd be like, hi, my name is Candy. Privacy. Like I was just like, <laughs> just like very, very introverted and, and uh, it's very, very quiet and a little meek. Um, so yeah, so then went to to uh, grade school with like the same kids. And then when we got to middle school, it was like, oh, the kids from Ed Smith came over yeah. and those were the other cool kids. So then when we got there, we were like, who's going to join the group? Who's not going to join the group? And there was like this whole new group of like cool guys that were yeah. there. Yeah. It was like Adam and Brian and Dan and Dan. And look at Always all an Adam and a Brian. <laughs> Always. Dan, 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 Dan H. Like it was crazy. So <laughs> many Dan. There's always so many Dan's. <laughs> Yeah, and like it was like five mics. Like, <laughs> There's always five mics. Yeah. Five mics. And so yeah, so we got there, and then like I started, they like the guys started like talking to me and like hanging out with me, and they like and like calling on like the phone and like all of the crazy stuff, and I was just like, oh, look at all these friends, like. <laughs> Yeah. And then we started having like dances and stuff and it's like, oh, like we all want to like dance with you and then like all this crazy stuff. And we started playing like spin the bottle. And I was like, why am I getting all this attention? Like I had like no idea. Like I was like, do you want me to like read my poetry to you? Like <laughs> that was like the wave I was on. Yeah. <laughs> and then I and then I had this conversation with one of the Bryans and he was just like, oh, he's like, you have like a nice butt. And I was like, Whoa. What? Like I was, <laughs> this was like pre-Kardashian. Yeah, like, sure. You know what was going on, and I was just like, I do. Like I'm so confused. Like these are from like Abercrombie. Like I had no idea. You know, like what was going on. He was like an early <laughs> appreciator of the butt. <laughs> he was an early a real of pioneer. <laughs> a true pioneer. And so then I and then it just dawned on me. I was like, these guys like me, like me. <gasps> don't, 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 don't. So and did like, you have a crush on any of them or were you like, look at the, like, did you not even think about that? Oh, I had a crush on this one guy all throughout, all throughout like elementary school. And then when I got to middle school, I had a crush on another guy, like all throughout like that. Yes. Yeah. You're a monogamous so had, crusher. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I had these crushes, but I didn't equate like, attraction if that makes any sense yeah I was like, oh these guys are cool let me read my poems and they're like you have a nice butt and I was like Ooh. we're not the same <laughs> so I was like oh my god I was like these guys are like attracted to me I'm like but I'm not in my mind I'm like why like I like don't get it because I never considered myself like I don't think I ever really thought about it. I didn't think I was ugly, but I didn't think I was pretty. Like it didn't like occur to me that there were like different categories. I yeah. Guess. And I guess I like to me, I think it's incredible that you've had this discovery in middle school where I think it is the hardest <laughs> to survive. And you're like, I don't want to stand out for good or bad. I want to blend and exist. So for you to be like, oh, they like my butt in, in <laughs> middle school is like, outrage that's like incredible to me. <laughs> so was it your was family like it's great that's yeah. the time that's when everyone's the ugliest <laughs> well like maybe like seventh <laughs> but did your family um like did your family not talk like you know how some people's some, like some of my friends moms I remember one time I was like eating half of a grapefruit and she was like "Ooh." 
you guys better not have a snack because you don't want to get chunky. And I remember like I was a double zero and I was like, I'm eating a grapefruit. And my friend was like thinner than I was. And I remember um, just thinking like, oh, wow, some people's moms are like, that's like a pressure that their moms put on them from a very young age to like be pretty. And that's like where your value comes from. So like in your household, um, was that something that you guys talked about? Like was being pretty something that uh, your parents talk to you about, or was it just like not even part of? No, so it, there wasn't an emphasis on being pretty in my household. It was definitely more of an emphasis on being a good person. Yeah. So really about like, you know, treat people the way you want to be treated, you know, be an honest person, be a good hard worker and dress all and like be happy and enjoy your life and, and really let it come from like the inside. Yeah. So I, that was probably why I had the disconnect from it because it was never really top of mind but yeah. there was definitely some like um I think it happens like always with like women in the family well they'll be more so I think in my family it was more so they would be self-deprecating when it came to it and so yeah. I would just pick that up because as a child yeah. model behavior so they would be like oh my thighs are so big so it's like at home, everyone's like, we don't want big thighs. Then at school, Brian's like, you have a nice butt. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> You're like, wait, which one? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> what is it? You know, and it's so funny because that's how it is sometimes. Some things, sometimes the things that we hate about ourselves or dislike are what other people love and like want. Right. So it's a reminder just to like love who you are, like regardless of anybody else's opinion, whether it's good or bad, you just love you. Like you just love you. You love yourself. And I definitely remember like at school, it was like cool to be anorexic. Yeah. Like, For us too. It was like trendy. Like, yeah. It was like, oh my God, we're not going to eat lunch today. Like we were like dumb, stupid girls who <laughs> thought it was like cool thing to be anorexic when it's actually like a, a, a true like disorder and and all these yeah. other things that that come to it. So we were like trendy anorexic. Yeah, no, uh, I I we had some girls that definitely fell into that, and then I got lucky that like my group of girlfriends were very much like oh, that's weird because we just hike all day and then eat entire pizzas. Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But I do, I specifically remember, like, I don't know what occurred, like what video it was or what song it was, but I like remember the day that my friend and I were like, oh my God, J-Lo and Beyonce are like a thing. And we were like, and their bodies, like their butts look like our butts. Like we were like, oh, okay, like, like thick girls are getting appreciation I remember us being like yeah this is our time because like we would not have made it in Kate Moss time (laughs) representation matters it does it does (laughs) it is so true like representation it definitely matters and like same I feel like I saw some Beyonce video like that and she just had this fully formed body that was strong strong yeah. that's it that's the adjectives yeah that was what the thing was it wasn't this sort of like faux kardashian bubble yeah like kate you what can that body do it wasn't it 3d wasn't, printed yeah. it was made yeah. <laughs> made yeah and it was and i think what came across to me with with the like with particularly with beyonce was she just had this strong body and so from ever so since i've seen her like now the relationship i have with my own body i never want it to be thin or big I just want healthy and strong and the yeah. highest thing of myself and yeah. like that's really what like the mantra I use when I have that relationship with my body because 
that's really what it's about. Like, how do you feel about you? It's not so much about like the number on the scale. It's not so much about like even celebrities or whoever. It's just, how do you feel about yourself? Yeah. And it also goes back to when I learned that I was pretty or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, exotic, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> um, who knows? I don't know. I'm not like a fruit or an animal, but I'm a person. <laughs> that where it's just like, it really came from the inside. It was, it was a nice to get this like external appreciation, but it was a bigger reminder to be pretty here yeah, because yeah. that is what trumps everything else. And, and it's true. You can see someone and you can be like, oh my God, that person's so attractive. And they open their mouth and they become the ugliest person. Yeah. Or you can see someone who might not be conventionally attractive and you have a conversation with them and you're like deeply attracted to them. Yeah. So it's really about what is like the content of your character? What is your essence? What are you bringing to the table beyond some visual aesthetic? And I think mm. that's a really good reminder. But yeah. it, it was nice to like have a, a cute little butt. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. The butt boost yeah, is really butt. nice. You're like, yeah. This butt? Oh, it's a nice Speaking of butts, so I come from a long line of butts. My mom, <laughs> this is a true story and it's still true to this day. My mom's butt, it's like, so her back goes like this and then it's like a shelf. And then <laughs> yes. And we put things on top of her butt. <laughs> We used to do that. Yeah. When I was, when I was, my butt is like definitely turned more normal. Like like the older I get, it turns more into like, ah, it's just a regular old butt. (laughs) But I, I remember being like 14, 15, I guess probably like a little bit younger, like 13, 14. And I remember like thinking, I think I think I told my dad, I was like, something's wrong with my back. Cause I was like, my back. pushes in so much and then my butt would come out and I was like I I think like I don't think it's supposed to do that <laughs> and he was like nah yeah. you're, he goes you're good <laughs> it's like good. I remember yeah, being like no that. Katie yeah, yeah. I appreciate that yeah he was like no point, it's good <laughs> at one point I, I would call it my top butt <laughs> 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 well, well the top butt's struggling with the pants but like overall <laughs> we're good like, like it's not so bad <laughs> I feel like in school I was like uh I could hang because I knew I was funny. And so like I, I had friends. I I was I didn't often feel like alone, but I, I feel like I my personality got me in with pretty pretty kids and uh and so I could like hang, but I would be like, when you can't keep the conversation going anymore, like I'll pick it up but then you gotta let me stand next to you (laughs) and we'll work together. Um, And then, you know, as I got, cause I just always feel like uh, something that I think I've talked about before is like, I mean, I thought I was fat uh, my whole, my whole life. We're not out of it, but uh, specifically when (laughs) I was a kid, because my friends were all really small, most of them. And so, and I just, was like, well, it's obviously a me problem. It's whatever. And now I like look at a prom picture or look at a picture from high school or whatever. I'm like, oh, that kid thought she was fat. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, ah. what? what uh, and, you know, it wasn't that really like anybody, one person, one person in fifth grade made a nasty joke about me, but like, like a boy it. yeah no a girl it oh, was a really? girl who I can like now understand was like in a 
low social status and was like trying to assimilate and like I I can see exactly what she was doing and I understand why but I'm like cut me to the core and I'll yeah. be mad for the rest of my life uh <laughs> you're like another it's trauma to the grave yeah, that's right exactly. that's right I'm like oh can I can I repeat it verbatim of course I can um but, <laughs> but uh me, you know, so it was like it's all you me. You're like taking that, and shoving it in the butt. <laughs> it's going in my top butt. Um, but then I'm like, I also grew up reading Teen, YM, all of the magazines, and I feel like it's only until recently where we like where we talked about representation matters, where you can say like bodies are beautiful regardless of what they look like, and now you can back that up with. <laughs> actual media with pictures with models who have body fat on them because you know we've been saying like everyone is beautiful and you're like okay (laughs) but then how come I only see someone who's five foot nine and with middle blonde hair like not like not even dark brown or (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah uh so I don't know Oh, we could talk about bodies forever. Well, it's funny you said that. I went to buy some toys this Christmas season and I was buying a doll for um for a latina girl and i was like and i was telling my boyfriend i was like (laughs) i went and i yelled like i looked down the aisle and i go what the fuck i was like all these dolls are just like muddy brown hair and then there's two blondes and there's one ginger thrown in for fun and i go and one black girl and then there was a black woman next to me and she goes don't even get me started on how there's no light-skinned girls and i go what is this and my boyfriend was just like i'm gonna leave you two to it (laughs) i was like this is so irritating i'm like now i go and also I go, there's one doll that has dark brown hair. And I go, and she has the ugly pilot outfit on. (laughs) I was was so irritated. So I was like, it still needs, like, we still have to trickle some more into, in there, but it's getting there. Like there's one doll. Yeah. More variety. I have a funny doll story. It's a little, it's a little different, but my, my, my sister got my niece, this like set of dolls. I forget the name. It's like, not the brats, but like some cool doll yeah thing. yeah and one of the dolls has like my like blonde hair and like my skin tone and my niece is five six no she's six now and she goes this is over facetime yeah she goes auntie candy i got a doll and it's you and, she put it up, and i was like oh and i was like what's the name of the what's the name of the doll she goes the boss and i was like yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> well that's awesome <laughs> no but that's good yeah i was like it, it's getting better but oh a beat she goes the boss <laughs> you're like perfect <laughs> you're like we're getting we're teaching her young <laughs> didn't miss a beat not miss a beat <laughs> That's it's necessary so awesome. for every for every four Brian's there should be at least three the bosses you know? <laughs> yeah Brian they are they are just, yeah. <laughs> so did you like once you got that attention did you um like did you do anything with it or were you just kind of like oh and then I don't know what to do with this or um I think 
you know, it was actually weird because there was, then there became like the little tiffs and like my girl group. That's what I was wondering. I was getting yeah. More of the attention from the guys. And I started getting into more tiffs with like my girlfriends. And I'm just like, what is the problem? Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't want Mike H. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so I didn't really know what to do with it. I was kind of like, because like, Yes, like I was like pretty and I was like doing and I was like, you know, I had like my reading and like my books and like my writing and stuff. So and it wasn't that it was low self esteem, but it was no sense of esteem. So yeah. I didn't really know what to do with it. So I wasn't yeah. walking around school like bow down to yeah. my Beyonce body. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen all. my butt? <laughs> Worship my butt, everyone. So I, I, it wasn't this like ego. It wasn't sort of this sort of like, I'm so pretty, like all worship me. It was more of like, a, uh, like I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. I didn't really think anything of it, but it was a good lesson to learn about managing like my girl friendships after that, because mm. that definitely got a little catty, got a little, yeah. you know, oh, like you're talking to him, but like, I like him and he's my guy and blah, blah, blah. And so learn to sort of like manage those relationships a little bit. Better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more open communication. Cause I think with girls, we definitely would be like, oh, well, like Beth is only talking to Maureen and Maureen's only talking to Louisa and Louisa's only talking to Candy and Candy's not talking to Beth. So blah, 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 blah. So it kind of was a good indication of how to keep it separate. Like now, yeah. I only talk to maybe like one or two of my good girlfriends about a guy. If I'm like, if I'm like dating a guy and then the rest, I'm like, we're good. We're cool. And I keep it like super separate. And then when some like of my girlfriends will be like, oh, I want to tell you about my guy. I'm like, well, do you want actual feedback or do you just want to listen? Because if you want my honest opinion, I will give it to you. Yeah. you might not like it. Yeah. So you let me know, like you manage the expectation. Do you want actual feedback on this dude? Or do you just want me to listen and nod and be like, okay. He okay. sounds great. <laughs> and I can do okay. either. Either is fine. Yeah, but... Either. but as good as I can dish it, I can take it. So yeah. sometimes like, friends, I'm like, I'm just telling you this. I don't want any guidance. Let me just get off my chest. Yeah. Or sometimes I'm like, okay, like, what do you think I should do? Like, bring me back to the ground. Yeah. So it was a good lesson on like communication and and healthy boundaries. Yeah. No, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Did you find like, because um, I feel like uh, there's a thing with like everybody has their cross that they bear or whatever. But with women who are very attractive, I feel like any conversation that you have with a guy is sometimes judged by other women in a way where you're like, um, like you're on the prowl, you know what I mean? Or they're like, like, like if someone's, if you're like the frumpy friend, they're like, oh yeah, you could sleep in the same bed as my boyfriend. But like, if it was like, if you're not the frumpy friend, they're like, why did you sit next to him in the car? Yeah. (laughs) Why are you looking at him so hard? Yeah. I don't know. In my peripheral. Like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) No, totally. So I, um, I went to one of my friend's weddings who was a guy and at the time I was single and for whatever reason, and this was like, I only knew a couple of like our friends and the rest was just like the bride's party or whatever. They were so super catty. Like even the bride was giving me like heat and I'm like, sweetheart, I don't want her You're man. Bro- yeah. He's my friend. I'm so we don't even live in the same state. I'm so confused. <laughs> nice to meet you. Like I'm kind of like what? But yeah, like you get it a lot. You get like 
because I think when you look a certain way, people will look at you and they think they know everything there is to know about you before mm -hmm. you even like open your mouth. And it's regardless of how you look, whether people think you're pretty, they think you're not attractive, whatever it is, people will just look at you and, you know, it's prejudice. They will prejudge yeah. just based on that. And it also goes with men where it's like, no, I'm not flirting with you <laughs> if I'm laughing at your joke or yeah. if I'm talking you like maybe I just thought you were funny and we're having a conversation or no this is actually like a business meeting and like not a date and that's a big thing so like I live in Los Angeles and I work in entertainment I do a lot of creative stuff so a lot of times I'll go on different meetings I'd always have to be very mindful of that which is a big pain in the butt a men don't really have to worry about it mm -hmm. but as women we definitely have to where it's I don't ever want to come across as if I'm flirting with someone or I never want them to think that you know, grabbing drinks or getting a coffee is a date when yeah. it's like, oh, I'm like, buy my script. Like, <laughs> let's do this. Like, make me be a writer on this thing. Like, da -da 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 -da. like, oh, you know, this person, I'm trying to do like a networking thing. I'm not trying to sleep with you. This is not a date. <laughs> so it's really hard to keep those lines clear yeah. because a guy sometimes, I'm like, maybe I'm wrong to think this, maybe this isn't true, but from my own personal experience, I have found that if a guy is attracted to you and you pay him attention, therefore he thinks that attention is flirting. Right. But if he is not attracted to you and you pay him attention, he thinks it's just business, a conversation, <laughs> a normal day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's not actually taking into account what- Anything you're doing. <laughs> the reality, he's not taking into, into account the, the reality of the situation. He's projecting his own- feeling onto the situation yeah. so and now really clear and you're like well I don't want to burn this bridge but at the same time like we're not hooking up homeboy <laughs> no and no. now the the like the role of doing the mental gymnastics to figure out how he's interpreting your interaction <laughs> falls on exactly. you how right. fun <laughs> I have to do everything here <laughs> you're like you it's know? quite a pitch that I'm should doing. I apologize uh, I'll throw one in just so just so we're clear <laughs> <Just> in case <laughs> Clear. Yeah. God forbid there's physical contact. <laughs> I mean, those days I think are behind us. I'm like, I'll never shake a hand. It'll probably be five years before I shake a hand again. And even then, I hope it just falls by the wayside. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so did you notice, like, um, did you have any friendship, female friendships that struggled, like, once you kind of hit that peak of, like, um, kind of basically like once you went through puberty essentially and kind of like developed into more of a woman, like, did you notice that so there were some female friendships that struggled or um, were you guys able to like be okay? I think in the end we were able to be okay, but for a while there, there are definitely some that struggled. Like I know one in particular, Oh, I won't say her name, but let's just call her M. Yeah. Um, so M and I were really close, but I didn't realize like, there was like levels where she wanted to be like the alpha girl. She wanted to be like the queen bee. And I think once I started to like come out of my shell more and became more social and like, I was always like social, but like talking more and like talking to the guys and stuff. I think she felt that like that status was like a bit threatened. Mm, yeah. I was trying to be a queen be like no no thank you ma'am like I'm over here I'm a I'm a butterfly so like you have bees <laughs> you know so um so yeah so that struggled for a bit but I think 
now that we've all like have always like moved on and we've all gone to college and like our own different ways and we're all like grown up a bit I think now everything is always like good and copacetic but yeah there are definitely some friendships but I also think beyond like and now like in adulthood one thing that I really look for in friends is women who are really secure in themselves and all aspects of their lives because it's not just like looks like if someone is like I think the most dangerous friend to have is the friend that will be your friend as long as you're doing not better than them. Yeah, so you right. can be doing well, just not better than they are. And yeah. those you are the most dangerous types of friends because like you never really see them coming and they're the ones that are that will flip on you in like a second. Yeah. Like the yeah. ones who are shady, you're like, yeah, I know she's shady. I'm not telling her anything. I don't <laughs> trust her forever. And yeah. then you have the ones that are like your rider dies and like you guys are just like good like soul sisters. But the ones who are like snipers on the side who are like, oh yeah, we're cool. You like we're good. Oh wait, you just booked that. Oh wait, your boyfriend did that for you. Oh, oh wait, you just moved here. Mm. Then it's just like Yeah, oh, like you want you that celebration know. and they're like, like oh yeah. no, actually. Like, oh, no. You have to be careful for the ones who can't celebrate with you but they right. love to like revel in the demise or, yeah. or drama yeah that. I had this one friend that I actually stopped being friends with in 2020 who she like the guy that I'm the guy that I'm currently seeing had gotten me this really cute gift just like as a, a surprise gift and I showed her I was like oh look what he got me blah blah, blah. and she was like I want a gift and I was like, bida, bida, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> filed away. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Flag. I was like, you want a gift from my man? Like, yeah. you your gift. Is that <laughs> what she meant? Like, did she literally mean no, from? I don't. I don't. I don't think she literally. She meant just she meant like from a guy. Yeah. Like, but the true. instinct was that the involuntary instinct was yeah. to attack, yeah. rather yeah. than yeah. wow. <laughs> and like all this other stuff and I was like mm. yeah and all the little things would like pepper in and you're just like I would just rather yeah not. it's like they'll yeah. they'll be proud of you as long as it's below right. where they're they consider themselves at uh 100%. but once it's past that. once they think that that uh hierarchy has shifted mm-hmm. like oh, okay great because the friendship is rooted in ego rather than root it in like an authentic friendship of like yeah. I want us both to grow together and yeah. support each other through the ebbs and flows of our lives rather than voting ego where it's like oh yeah well as long as you're down here and I feel like I'm doing better than you here 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 then yeah of course I'll be your friend <laughs> because it makes me feel better yeah um, yeah yeah if your friendship is based on what can you do for me uh I, 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 there's only so far it can go yeah know? yeah and I do, exactly. I've noticed through my life that I have had some friends where I'm like, I know there's some friends that I, like, if things are going bad, I know to call them because they, like, revel in that. And not even in a nasty way. Like, they'll be like, oh, I'll help you. I'll do this, 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 and this. And so, like, you have your bad time friends. And you're like, they love when you're having bad time. Like, they're like, I'll help you pack. We'll get you out of this. Like, da 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 Like, whatever it is. And then, but if you have something good, it's like, oh, I know that I can tell those, like those people, but they're, I'm not going to get that, like the reaction that I'm looking for by yeah. sharing that good news. I know it'll just be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Anyway. We were sort of having this conversation about, I was, I think it was like social media based, uh, but Katie and I and another friend of ours were talking about how like, like what, what people choose to 
to oh, put share, online, basically, yeah. and share. And and it was like, you know, uh, if I did something great or or funny or whatever, uh, yes, I want I want the whole world to praise me with with attention. Thank you so much. But if I'm having <laughs> a problem in a relationship or a job or a life crisis, like I'm calling Katie or our other friend, and I need them to pick up the phone and, and listen to me cry. And like, <laughs> and like that's who needs to know about that. But you know exactly, like you know who. To, to me, it's very important to know exactly who to call, who can help you the way that you need it. Yeah. Uh, and if it's, it's like, nice. let me cry, great. And if it's like, tell me what I need to hear, I'm calling Katie. If I was, I just, I was club, literally going to be Katie. like, I'm the friend. <laughs> the bad news you friend, have me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's knowing who, who's, who are your safe people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Safe. This is a safe person to be like, truthful with to be vulnerable with yeah person who's gonna you know keep my secrets who's gonna really support me who's not gonna let me like wallow but they'll walk me through it like who is that safe person yeah (laughs) yeah I think it's very like I I uh I, I think most people in my social circle like have a list of people that are like, I think this person is very cool and funny. I would never tell them a secret. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. You have your associates and then you have like your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> know yeah. the lands. Yes. Or I have some friends that I'm like, I need this information disseminated. So I'm going to tell them. <laughs> Soldiers. Absolutely. You're like, Keep this to yourself. It's a huge haven't hasn't come <laughs> out yet. Exactly. Don't tell anyone, but <laughs> hasn't come out yet. <laughs> and then you just like put your That's phone next to you and wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. It's funny as an adult. I feel like as a kid, those things are so um like hurtful to you and then the more you grow you just realize like oh that's coming from that person because of whatever they're going through so you like you don't need to like make space for it in your life unless you can deal with it but I found that I'm like well, I don't need to like remove them from my life but like I know where they are like I know where they mm-hmm. fit so I'm like we can have fun and go out and whatever but like you're not gonna be the person I call for this um you don't get my emotional energy yeah <laughs> I'm not thinking hard about this yeah thing. but like when you're a kid that feels so much bigger you you I feel like as a kid you expect everyone to be that type of friend for you and then it's like heartbreaking when they're not like you're like what do you mean you're not happy about this or like what do you mean you don't think my butt is cool (laughs) well when you're right when you're a kid it's like you have to give everyone in the class a valentine because that's the thing to do and then you grow up and you're like not everyone needs one of my fucking valentines i'm giving my valentines to the people i love It is. It's just funny. But I feel like, Candy, you're so like, um, you're so grounded. And um, yeah, like even your social media presence is like so intentional. And it like creates a space of like, wanting to share and um, like, your like, social media presence feels like a safe space. So like, I am just picture like, as a, ki- a kid, I'm like, I feel like it would be hard to hate her. Like, you would just be like, oh, it's even worse because also she's nice. <laughs> oh, I think that's what it was. I think, it was just, I think that's exactly what it was just like, oh, wait, you're pretty and nice. <laughs> you're like, damn it. <laughs> well, and admirably, pretty was never your, like, top goal. It yeah. was not the most interesting thing about you. It's not the only yeah. thing that you are. And so that just, like, uh, lets you be a great whole person. 
Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I like, I still don't think of myself that way, if that makes sense. Like, I still don't, like, I'll do a picture or I'll do something and I'm just like, oh, okay, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes I'll see a picture of myself, but I'm like, who's that girl? <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. My mom used to say this all the time. She goes, Candy, people just love to look at you. And she, she was right. Like, we would go to, like, the girl, we'd go to Wegmans, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wegmans. shout out to yeah. Wegmans. We'd go to the mall, we'd hang out. And it's true, people, and still to this day, I don't know what it is. Makeup on, no makeup on, people do, they like to look at me. And I don't even think it's like a sexual thing. I just think it's just like they just like to look at me. I, I, I don't know. They like yeah. to look at me. It's, it's true. Sometimes it's awkward, but I've gotten used to it. I just don't even like. Doesn't phase you. Yeah. 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 Oh, I have a really funny story though. Okay, so I just had to be like sophomore year in college, maybe junior year. And like me and one of my like best friends to this day. We were hanging out, or we we're probably like all tips, kind of like a party or whatever. And we were kind of talking about this, and we we're talking about how, like, people, like you were saying, like, my space is safe. But people also just love to tell me things. Yeah. They just unload, like, it's just, just come to. Yeah. And so people, they'll tell me all this, like, whatever. Anyway, so we're walking down the street, and this guy who's across the street, he has to be wasted too, at least I hope he was, but whatever. So he's walking this way. I, me and my friend are walking this way. And he yells at me. He goes, girl, where you titties at? Oh, my God. <laughs> I got of it. And I was like, I left him in my other dress. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy what men think is like, okay, to yell at people <laughs> like strangers? I, was, I wasn't even mad at him. I thought it was, I thought it so was funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. My friend cracked up to this day. We still laugh. We'll be like, yo, Katie, where you to that? <laughs> Listen, it's an honest enough question. <laughs> He's just asking the important questions. I mean, at the time, I was a little fly. I had all in the back, nothing in the front. Like, they're in my great butt. Yeah. Have you seen it? <laughs> you will in a minute once I walk by. <laughs> I drunk. Yeah, it was just so funny. Girl, where you to that? <laughs> I, I've got a friend who's got she says she's a, she has resting nice face and she really does like she's got a, a great face and she's just like it's exhausting like people yeah. just want to tell me things and listen I'm happy to help but sometimes I can't listen I can't listen to it all and I'm like I don't think I have that problem <laughs> face turns <laughs> on and off it's, it's, it's probably an empath yeah it's exhausting yeah. just stuck in all of yeah. it yeah. yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> My titties still aren't there, but it's okay. Well, <laughs> there's still time. <laughs> you still have bit. that butt. You'll. Not, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> I'm not as flat. Like they've grown a, a scotch. I've got something going on now, like a little bit more womanly. You're but. like I'm doing something with something. <laughs> I was in New York years ago and I was walking to a, a class and um, just a man very similar to the where your titties at man was like, girl, very similar start. Could have been the same guy. He was like, probably was. Saw, yeah. saw my, saw my butt and was like, are you a Kardashian? And I was like, I mean, we know I'm not. And like, I'm mostly trained not to respond to men on the street who talk to me, but sometimes it's so absurd. And I was like, no. And uh, he was like, yes, you are. I was like, All right. Well, 
Goodbye. Like, yeah. The way they look originally. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what they look like. <laughs> no, no. Come on. They said they swear they haven't had any work done. It is them. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny to see that is a funny like uh when you see that, you're like, oh, I could be like really, really hot. <laughs> if I just put a little bit of effort in. <laughs> I was watching. Um, <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. You're like, oh, like that face was, was like fine before. But like. <laughs> I was watching an old drag race and um, I forgot one of the celebrity judges was like complimenting one of the one of the queens who's just I mean body is like unreal and she's like you make me want to like work out and she was like no just go to the doctor exercise your your your, your credit wallet. card like you said and yeah. the body of your dreams <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So, Candy, where can people find you? And also, like, tell us a little bit about your projects because you have, like, 100 million projects. <laughs> tell us all the things. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, you guys can find me at candywashington.com, and you'll find all my projects there. You can join me on Instagram at candywashington, and that's the same for my Twitter and Facebook. Everything is just at candywashington. Um, to recap everything I do, so I founded 1214 Media Productions, and underneath that, we do podcast production. So I have a podcast. It's called Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, and that's weekly insights on how to level up your self-love, self-worth, and step into the most highest empowered version of yourself. And you can find that on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and I just got onto iHeartRadio. Oh, yes. yes. I'm so Good. excited about that. So you guys can now find me at iHeartRadio. That's and awesome. And podcast, Practical Guide Self-Care. Um, we produced a film. It's called Narcissist. And that's available on Amazon Prime Video and on SoFi TV. And that's all about what the effects of social media has on the mental health of their influencers and the followers. It's a psychological thriller. It's really cool. It's really fun. You can go find that on Amazon Prime. And again, that's Narcissist. And then we've also done four books. The first one is Sugar Pills, um, 10 Days to Waking Your Inner Power. And that's about just being a creative professional and not losing your sense of self while looking for your success. And then there's also the, pers- the Entrepreneur's Guide to Personal Branding. There's a short story called The Third. And then our novel which is called triggered it came out and that's another psychological thriller about when codependency turns deadly um the devil's rope prada meets um gone girl i was just gonna say (laughs) okay that's called triggered and that's out everywhere and then um what else i think those are like the those are like the big ones but but yeah that's amazing that's awesome. I'm gonna and, look at all of them. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm gonna buy Laura all the books for Christmas. And I just upped my Goodreads challenge yeah. this year, so bring them on. I'm ready. And guys, uh, we will put all of that, all of the links for all of those things in uh, the show notes, so you guys can just click there and you can get right to it. But you could also just check out CandyWashington.com. 
Um, and lastly, please subscribe. Please like. Um, we got some more reviews in. Those give Laura all the happiness in the world. So and I and I love feeling happy. So. <laughs> She needs more. to make up for what that bitch said in fifth grade. <laughs> if we could just um, get that like and follow and some reviews, we would love you guys forever. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much, Candy. That was so Thank much fun. Thank you, Candy. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.